Previamente en el Fantastic Worlds Podcast. Minette is going to try to cover everyone with her shield. At the expense of herself. <laughs> uh, Braxis is going to draw the rifle and kind of do a cinematic movie where he hits rocks specifically with whatever cartridge does the most bang to bring strategically placed columns down or just even chunks of earth to shower down on the folks to slow them up because he's got a pretty good range on that thing anyway. Because I've gotten three points of burn so far throughout the day, he actually becomes a little bit more swole. Moment of relief washes over you as you realize you are almost safe in the walls of Spurhorn, but up on a cliff stands one lone Drakeland sorcerer. He waves his hands and a burst of energy washes all over, all over you just as the arrows penetrate him over and over again. Then darkness. What fictional universe would you immediately die in? No. <laughs> no. no. I've never done that. All of them. Fun. Is that mm-hmm. us, I mean, the player? aside from all of them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, you, you, the player, because we're already uh, playing our characters in a fictional, in a very dangerous okay. fictional universe. But yeah, where, like, what fictional universe would you just immediately, like, no. Like, I, I remember, I, I think I got the idea, I was watching a TikTok of um, a, a woman doing a PowerPoint presentation of all of the fictional universes universes that she would die in. And she was talking about like, <laughs> she was talking, she like, she had like a whole Hunger Games slide about this is, this is where she would die if she was in the <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> I think I would say Game of Thrones because I probably would just off myself. Because that place is gross and disgusting, and everything probably smells, and everybody seems miserable, even the people that are well off. It's just not an enjoyable world I'd want to be in. Like, the will to live would not be there for me at all. That's most like, yeah, like fantasy worlds. It's like everybody would be so smelly. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. want... I don't Anything want to be around medieval stinky Europe. people. No. Ugh, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. You don't have enough bathing and sanitation technology for me. Even in mm-hmm. high fantasy, there's not enough bathing and sanitation technology for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just lay down respectfully. <laughs> I would not go. <laughs> I, I, I remember I read um, a book called, uh, and it came out in 99. It was by Michael Crichton called Timeline, where basically some people get thrown back into medieval Europe. And he goes into excruciating detail about how miserable it would be if you were no, used a modern. My, no. Immediately ugh, dead. Ugh, and having to go back there. And just at that point, anytime I had a friend or somebody go, oh, I think I would have done much better in me- medieval Europe or something like that. Because everybody had that. I'd be like, no, no, you know why? No, you wouldn't. You, you, wouldn't, you <laughs> would not enjoy it one bit. And uh, it- manual, the, All the manual labor, too. And, but, and like, you know, like, Vict- Queen Victoria probably only, I think, only bathed like two times in her entire what? life. And she was literally the queen. <laughs> I want to vomit just thinking about what those people must have smelled like. Good Lord. Uh, I There's been a, a recent thing about a lot of movie stars who talk about how they only bathe like once or twice a week. And the idea exactly of these what, uh, what made me think of so that. awful. It's so like, awful why? and gross. Why? When we I, have, we have the technology and you've got like so nice. five showers in your mansion. <laughs> And they're probably they're probably showers in which you can say I want this temperature exactly in my shower, like at all. One times. of those rain shower, one of the ones with like all the the wall spouts. I would too. never. I would literally never stop <laughs> bathing if I had one of those mansions. I would. I would always be in the shower if I mm-hmm. had one of those mansions. I'm I'll gonna take, go run through my shower. Mm-hmm. I'll take my meeting in the shower, please. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I'm going to live in this bathtub. It's huge. Like, (laughs) I just don't understand. I I love showers so much. I, I recently had surgery in which I was stuck in bed for several weeks. And I have not been able to bathe much other than like mm-hmm. use like a like a wash rag and just washing myself that way Sponge but not baths, being baby and i finally got to go in the shit when i finally got to go into the shower it was like the most glorious feeling it was the most luxurious <laughs> i have felt <laughs> absolute transcendence you're having one of them mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm imagining you dancing and like splashing the water everywhere. Just Pretty twirling. much. Just twirling. Yeah, twirling. Spin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, like that that would be any any fantasy world. And on the flip side, I don't think I'd do great in a world like the expanse either. Like if I had to be a belter or something like that where like my body literally could not be on a planet anymore because it just became so built for space. I would not enjoy that one bit. I would not be happy. Like just to have that restriction take just to have that taken away from me would make me not make me want to live in that environment. Get some wally bones. Like a wally. Yeah. This is yeah, it's too easy of an answer because I'm I'm disabled, so there are very few worlds where I could survive. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'm, I'm going I'm 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 to alter the question a little you bit. You could survive in the Digimon because it would be Digimon. a digital world. Oh, I'm okay. Going, I'm going to the Digiverse. Me and Jess are going to the Digiverse. We won't die. We're going we'll to the fun. Digiverse. You'll be fine <laughs> in the Digiverse. <laughs> Did you? I, I just saw, because um, I've never really known much about Digimon, but I just saw some of the evolutions for those those little fools. Because I happened to be looking. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw this cute little baby thing turn into a, a hot angel. Angel, uh, you got like, to oh, yeah. to Angelomon. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Di- Digimon, Digimon also had one of the best TV theme songs. Oh my god, it's yes. in my Digimon, head right now. Digital, digital monsters, monsters Digimon, Digimon are the how I change into digital champions. I'm I'm way more into Digimon now than Pokemon. Oh. I've never really connected with Pokemon, but Digimon, Hot hmm. Angel, I've connected to both. <laughs> I'll uh, take 12. Sp- spoilers, the hot <laughs> angel transforms into a never-ending story type dragon. I see y- you're just <laughs> I think it's Nairumon. <laughs> there is nothing to hate there. No. Could not be better. Anyway, oh, Abs, you said you were going to update the question. Well, I, well, you I know guess, what? I guess I uh, go got on, something. Angel, you first. You now first, that you folks it. are angel, men- angel. mentioning <laughs> virtual worlds, probably anything video game related world sort out online. I like playing video games. I just, I don't have what I picture the best hand-eye coordination. So Mass Effect, (laughs) man, I really struggled. If I didn't have an engineer Mm. with turrets, my little (laughs) sphere bots, holy crap. I just, I can't aim. Although I'm playing Andromeda right now and the sniper rifle. You know, mm. I'm doing okay with Mm. that. They're not moving. I mean, the The minute they move, I'm I'm effed. It's good. Um, No matter what you do. Yeah. I feel like I have better vantage points to do sniping in Andromeda than I did in Mass Effect. By the time the battle started, they were already right there. Yeah, yeah. what was I going to snipe? The world Andromeda gives Andromeda. you a lot more, a lot more options as far as your tactics because yes. in in Mass in the Mass Effect trilogy, it's I just could talk about this for years and years. You just run. It's run up to cover, <laughs> mm-hmm. duck behind cover, shoot. You know, shoot. you have so many more options, and like the gameplay in Andromeda is yes. next level. I'm, it's I'm so loving I've talked about this. Yes. <laughs> I, I am loving it. I, I think probably already said it already, but I like being a scientist. I can scan things. Yes. Like, how am I going to solve this? Try your scanner. Oh, okay. I'm going to do this and this. Oh, and I can play Sudoku too. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, oh that's that. actually the part of the game that I hate. I look oh, up. I, I look up part. the answers to the puzzle every um, single time. <laughs> Go, okay, duh, duh, I hate duh, puzzles. Duh, duh. Cool, Sudoku. Um, but yeah, I'm such a bad shot. So I'm picturing myself in, you know, Sword Art Online, maybe even Digimon. <laughs> I, I would be, I would be effed. I just, my, well, I enjoy the video well, game. In Digimon, you have a partner <laughs> to do oh, the fighting for I you. I probably would forget <laughs> yeah. the moves with my bad memories. Like, hey, do that one. Man, you say your move out loud every time you use. Um, fire explosion one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to say the name. I don't know. I don't Although, remember it. <laughs> well, I guess they're autonomous. They kind of, unlike Pokemon, they kind of do their moves mm-hmm. without direction. You know what? Then maybe Digimon, I could, I would probably survive a little longer. Okay, a- Angel's coming to the Digiverse too. All the uh, other f- fantasy worlds that are video game. Oh no. Uh, no, I would be trying to go over that fence that the video game's like, no, you can't go over. I'm going over this damn fence. Mm-mm, you just can't. There's nothing here. Is there a force field? Why? Oh, that's me in every uh, fantasy game, like going, I don't want to go around the mountain. I want to go through over. it or over it or something. Like, mm-hmm. which you can in Andromeda, so another Andromeda tidbit. Yes. I do that crap all the time. I will I say like that there is one old school fantasy world. I don't care how dirty and smelly it is. I would still go to it. And that's Avatar World. Because I want to be an airbender or a oh, waterbender. Every more clean. Everybody, everybody in Avatar probably bathes frequently. Mm-hmm. I remember like, a lot of ablution in that show. There was lots of yeah. ablution. They ba- they like there were actually like there were there were I think there was at least a couple episodes a season where they were do it where they were bathing. Because they're like, we're stinky. <laughs> yeah. And also day. non-European cultures were less nasty. You know why that was? It was Are because being nasty. naked was considered like um, unholy, you know, ungodly. Mm-hmm. It's ungodly to be nude and clean. <laughs> yep. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> nasty Europeans. So, mm-hmm. But that's why also Vikings were considered like pretty boys, like beauty boys. Because they, they one bathed. weekend. <laughs> to bathe once a week they bathed (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i'm like still nasty but better i guess than the 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 sweetest smelling people in all of western europe to be sure because they bathe (laughs) once a week (laughs) (laughs) their Uh, hair looks only mildly greasy mm -hmm. on purpose (laughs) on purpose (laughs) with intention they kept little like like tr- you know, self grooming implements yeah. with them all they the time. Their with their like their shields and, and crap. They really should have just taken over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should have just let it happen. Those England really shouldn't have put up such a fuss about it. I know. Just let go, England. Come just, on. Just everything will be just way let these well groomed pagans take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. You would have had better food. Much let, better. Food. That's let them teach the ancient art of bathing. Mm-hmm. fuck i know <laughs> and beard trimming and other things manscaping anyway. manscaping <laughs> <laughs> very nice manscape viking <laughs> people <laughs> that's what i always mm. find so funny when guys are like oh the epitome of macho-ness vikings and i'm like they were like girl i got a primp you know right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang they on they put on we, makeup before they killed people they we literally yes, exactly. hot, hot. oh yeah. i'm sorry i can't do that right now i literally have to braid my friend's hair mm-hmm. <laughs> while taking a bath together yeah <laughs> and here and i'm over here doing my makeup so i'm a little busy <laughs> little busy right now but i i always love that that discussion too because one of my favorite points is like in the early 1900s back pink was considered a masculine cl- color so it's just like the argument of every time of what is masculine and what is feminine or bo- whatever all that bullshit is like it's so fluid is, it's Shut yes up. arbitrary yeah. it's made up and it's yeah. it's made up <laughs> you make it up every Wait, century I- we decide a new thing so what did i read it was uh what if we treated work like we do uh you know the gender reveals like Oh, hi, Abby. <laughs> Welcome to work. Here's your cubicle. Here's your pink stapler. Here's your <laughs> pink paper clips. Here's your... P- and it's just... Have you pictured that? You doing that That's to an adult? It just sounds opp- so dumb. and but awful. Yet, yeah. So your child's genitals, what do they look like? We're going to color code them. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a okay, I, it was a it was a hilarious Weird. read i was cracking That's up but it's also I like, like i like oh, it a lot yeah that's oh, kind of the secret to a lot of things like what do you do if you you take this situation and flip it into some other similar situation like oh you realize yeah. it's messed up <laughs> you realize it's, it's messed so up weird. why are we doing mm-hmm. this um, my answer to this one is really quick. I've been reading Dune. I would die in Dune. The end. Oh, 3,000%. Oh, 
Oh, instantly. Desert, no. giant sandworms, I lots of yeah, civil too war. Much. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> just just in the sheer the water day. conservation. Right. Ugh. Oh, like, God, I, like, yeah. Forget the sandworms. I, I just wouldn't yeah. go out there. It, it's but but I can't I need I need way mm. more water mm-hmm. than like a thimble full every couple of hours <sighs> from your own and, sweat and I, from your own <laughs> and uh, among other things oh goodness the, you know they did go into detail and they said that the the bottom half excrement waste is not the one that they uh. drink on the fly that one gets uh, sanitized back in the siege. <laughs> Oh, good. So, oh, yeah. at least okay. there's that. Yeah. So, but mm. imagine like the ma- also a part of your still suit process then is also like having to empty whatever mm-hmm. catch that got collected mm-hmm. in. I, I just no. Mm. Oh no, disgusting. Okay, I, hard pass. Yeah, I know I, that's I, a great I, answer. I, Arrakis, <laughs> Arrakis is a terrible place. Oh, I'm yeah. never going there. I. Oh that's my god. I always. <laughs> think about fallout because i was playing the other day and i'm like god i would be dead i'm so thirsty right now i oh, need that's like a place you would die yeah two <laughs> giant cups of water mm-hmm. can you imagine everything's fucking irradiated and you're just running around like i'm so hot and tired and i need water and there's no water you're like oh holy <laughs> nuka-cola at least that one doesn't yeah. taste like burning on the way down mm-hmm. i would find the nearest rad scorpion and let it <laughs> take you <laughs> i'm rip me apart <laughs> speaking of being ripped apart what's answers. up with this darkness <laughs> yeah. hey hey there's okay. a segue I put, my, I put that in my notes okay uh oh no i guess not oh we are okay it's under yeah. bayani's no, okay i did bad note taking <laughs> I, I i concentrated my notes are another dragon down psyched <laughs> <laughs> The smell of death hangs heavily in the stale air. Pippa, you find yourself surrounded by darkness. The only other being you sense is Argentia, Argentea, unconscious nearby, and you can tell she has reverted back into her cat form. You cannot see anything other than two red lights staring directly in front of you. The hair on the back of your neck starts to stand up as you realize that it's a warning. This place is dangerous. You are in danger. You begin to feel around in the dark, running your hands around. You eventually feel a long stick-like object smooth to the touch. But it is there you realize that you are touching what is most likely a femur of some humanoid creature. Ew. Immediately flinching back from the bone. Uh, Definitely for starters. I really suddenly wish that I had taken that spell that gives me light. (laughs) <laughs> instead of oh i actually I do have a light i have a light cantrip well before you even do that you hear it in your head calm down girl you hear mariusa whisper in your y- mind the construct reacts to movement as long as you stay still you will be fine let me help you a bit suddenly the room comes into focus as you were granted dark vision and everything comes into sight you see a disused square stone chamber, the decomposing corpse of a triaxian and frost drink lie crumpled on the floor in front of you. A thick dust around them shows signs of recent and violent disturbance. A steeled stone door portal stands in the western wall, long lines of script engraved above it. The two red lights you saw form the eyes of a 15-foot tool a 15-foot-tall iron golem sculpted to resemble a dragon-headed humanoid, and it stands clear against the wall. You notice that while most things are covered with a layer of dust, the golem itself is not. Mariusa speaks up. Do not move. That creature will smash you to bits, much like the triaxian in front of you. I can give you the power to stop it. All you have to do is ask Pippa okay does not love that Mariusa is deciding to speak up again she thought that they were <laughs> done with this <laughs> she's she is going to stubbornly not reply she's not saying anything at all she is completely ignoring Mariusa for the time being uh and I'm just and is she's keeping stock still because she doesn't think that Mariusa is having her on about the the crushing bit um 
Can I roll a perception check on the room to see if there's, or on the golem to see if I can perceive weaknesses or sure, go strategies? For it. I don't know. 28. You do realize it is in fact a stone golem um, uh, that you do believe it is it is moving because what happens is as you're looking at it, you may, maybe you just move just very slightly and you see it start to like mir- mirror your movement as you start to move, it starts to move towards you. But it, once you stay still again, it just stops. The one thing you notice is with the dragon head, there is probably a little part of you that wonders with your recent experience with dragon kin that it may have a breath weapon. Okay. Um, of some sort because of the way the mouth is formed. And we're in a um, small room. Yes. Uh, this is about a 30 by 30 room, just to give you an idea. The statue is 15 by 15. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, very, very small room, potential breath weapon. Uh, I think she's suddenly recalling maybe because I think, you know, she definitely blacked out there for a bit. She's recalling being hit with a teleport spell and assumes that that's where she is now. Well, she, she doesn't remember somewhere. I told you guys about the teleport thing off the hook. You don't know it's a teleport spell. Okay. She does remember like hitting the ward and everything going black though. Mm-hmm. So she can probably extrapolate. Yeah. Um. So now she's, so she's trying to breathe as shallowly as possible. And where's where's Argentea in relation to her? She's she's basically at your feet and she's just unconscious. She's not moving. Okay, but she's you, not you conscious. You sense that she's still alive because you you sense you sense dreams of her like batting at a ball mm-hmm. uh, of yarn. Uh, so you know that she's there. Uh, is she's there just, a way to wake her up? There is, but I think with your perception, you realize if she starts moving, it might do the same thing. Right, but if I can speak to her mind to mind, I can tell her not to move, and maybe we can dimension door out of here. Is kind of well. The, the thing about dimension door is you have to have a clear line of sight of where you're going. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> she and all of this is racing through her mind of. Li- I would I would rather do literally anything else mm-hmm. than acknowledge Mariusa. I do. Oh shit. Well, your options are looking fabulous. <laughs> oh man, like I, I think I don't know because I really think that if if she didn't think that the golem might have a breath weapon in this very very small room, she might see if there was a way that she could just fight it herself. <laughs> But that just does not seem, that just doesn't seem, that seems like suicide. That seems absolutely suicidal. This thing is as tall as Manette. Mm-hmm. New Manette. So. Any tables to hide under? No tables. Ooh, of course there isn't. Yeah. Um, Peppa is at her core a practical person. And. You do, and and also a survival-oriented one. So she tentatively reaches back out uh, along sort of that connection that Mariusa opened with her. It's like, all right, what do you want? I want you to get out of here, because as long as you're alive, I stay alive. Can I, can I sense motive? Sure. I have not put points in that in a while. This is this might be futile. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Um, I highly doubt that's going to get me anything super honest. Um, that's a 14. Ooh. You get the sense she's sincere. Pippa knows that she doesn't know Mariusa very well outside of knowing the things that she's done and is honestly not really in much of a position to bargain i think at the moment so all right say i believe you what kind of help it's more of a show not tell kind of situation no absolutely not okay do you need me to survive or not i need you to survive but it the power i will activate for you 
really depends on the person. So I, I can't even tell you what it will look like. I just know that it will give you power. I really hate that. I hate that so much. And I hate her. I know you hate, I, I know you don't <laughs> enjoy this, but your powers come from bloodlines. You are connected to something. The power manifests based on your bloodline. And I do not know what your bloodline is. So it really depends. Oh my God. Uh, this is literally, I was having a great day up until now. Um, Well, there are no other options. So yeah, let's uh, do it. Hit me or whatever. So you obviously do not have a mirror. You hear Mary Yusa go, excellent. You don't know it, but the gems on your on your armband all get activated. And your skin starts to turn a dark green and produce scales. And then you look down and your hands start to shape into long claws. And then... On your hand, you see a platinum ring. And you remember that platinum ring being something, the le- one of the last gifts you got from Andromeda before she disappeared. And it's the ring she used to shield other. But you see it to start to glow a bright, hot, searing white. The green that is around that spot starts to turn back into your normal skin and your claws start to recede and the runs the light it turns into a bright light goes up your arm and the next thing you know you're in the white room with andromeda am i still like scaly everywhere else nope all the scales are gone you're back to yourself and you see marusa and she looks at andromeda and go you shrew how dare you get in the way? Hi, sweetie. Uh, I know what this looks like. Really? Because I'm not quite sure myself. Also, hi, Pippa. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, it's not that I'm not very happy to see you. You look great. Uh, tan. Which... <laughs> Nice. Uh, as tan as I can be. As, as, tan, as tan as is possible. <laughs> <laughs> Without just burning. <laughs> just completely burning to <laughs> I am in a bit of a tricky spot physically in my body, though, at the moment. Yeah, Andromeda, because when y'all appeared, she was expecting just Pippa. So she's sort of looking back and forth between... Mariusa and Pippa, and yeah, of of course I'll help you. Um, uh, and Java, at this point, all of a sudden, all these voices that have been gone from your head for months start raining back in front of you. At the same time, roll me a spellcraft. Okay, twenty eight. You realize that what was happening is. Pippa's bloodline as a sorcerer was being activated. Uh, when a certain bloodlines get activated at the highest level point, they sometimes can turn into the, the, diff- the creatures of their bloodline. And you realize mm-hmm. this is what's happening far earlier than it should ever happen for probably Pippa Ooh. at this point. And you, you're starting to put together that maybe what's happening is... Mariusa is trying to activate a person who's not ready for this ability to weaken them mentally for to basically be taken over. Point of order. Andromeda, as soon as the voices start flooding her mind again, she grabs her forehead and just sort of goes, ah, okay, <sighs> not used to that anymore. Um <laughs> Pippa, come over here, please. Whatever that thing is, it doesn't wish you well. Oh, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. But she, I, I mean, she immediately, you. she immediately comes over to you, and like takes takes one of takes one of your hands. Like, are you all right? I'm. <sighs> you know, I'm not used to being in this plane. <laughs> anymore it's been a it's been a while for me uh maybe we should catch up when we're less oh 
Right. You of know, course. <laughs> I just like um, this a lot more than uh, where my body actually physically currently is and what it's um, doing. She looks, Pippa looks over at Marius and goes like, come to think of it. Why are you here? What are, how come no one else? Why is it you? There are several people that can talk to me through this thing. As you say that, you see behind Mariusa is an iron door formed and it is chained and chained again and chained again. And you realize this is very similar to what your mom, Anefa, did to Mariusa at one point, only with a much weaker, it was just basically a, a wooden plate put over a mirror. Uh, you realize that this is a much more powerful jailing of probably your mom and any allies you've since created in this world. They're not around, my dear. I see. And why are you? Well, regardless, once you leave this world, there is still a giant iron, iron golem on the other side waiting to tear you apart. <laughs> that won't be a problem. Uh, Andromeda has basically she has her hand up that has the like her glowing platinum ring on it and she's like this activated because you tried to do something to pippa you're trying to overload her too fast you're not in control here she is and andromeda reaches out and like squeezes pippa's hand oh <laughs> And as that happens, you feel your ring starting to glow even more. And it gets it gets hot, but it's not a, like a burning hot. You feel a warmth in your hand. And as that warmth spreads through your body, uh, Mariusa's like starts to diminish. She just starts to fade away a little bit. And you see cracks start to form on the chains behind her as well. I will get you eventually. Maybe not tonight, but there will be a time where you have no choice but to come to me. And when that happens, I will win. Pippa squeezes Andromeda's hand back tight, looks at Mariusa and says, Somehow I doubt it. Bye now. With that, the <laughs> cracks finally, she's like, I will be. And before she even finishes it, she just explodes and the door pops off uh, and you see like a normal door. And as you see it start to open, you're flushed out of the room with uh, back to where you were with the iron golem and holding your hand is Andromeda. The one thing you notice differently is the gem that is on the iron stone, the magenta gem, has now taken the shape similar to Manette's stone. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, uh, which is very interesting. But as this is happening and being fully in this world, Andromeda, you are now being brutally attacked by the voices. I think you prepared a lot for this, like coming back and knowing this was going to be a thing, but I think you were not expected. You are on a different planet. And for some reason that seems to be amplifying the voices and you fall to your knees and the, the, the golem even starts to move forward as that happens, but stops because once you fall to your knees, you don't move anymore and it is overwhelming you. And now the rings that you both of you share uh, is now starting to turn a hue similar to Pippa's magic as now the, the, the feelings are kind of reversing itself and that rings imparting some of Pippa's courage and support onto you. <laughs> Pippa, you find yourself now in a very dark void Unlike the bright lighted room that you are so used to, this feels like a dark hole. Uh, mm-hmm. And you being kind, of, and you see this one little small pinprick of light that is guarded by a sheen of purple around it. Can I also say what it's kind of changed since what happened with Buon? It's less. It's less a pin pinprick and has more of a human shape, although very vague. It has a lot more the 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 light that Buon saw and understood was Andromeda's soul was a lot more dim and a lot more small 
and but this has become more of a sort of glitching human shape and it is much like andromeda in real life it's on its knees with its hands on the ground uh just completely like hunched forward but it is there is light with a shimmering purple sheen around it it's the shock of being back into this world and all of a sudden being inundated with all these voices they're just finding their self they're, they're weeding their way in and you are hearing these voices and there are a lot of different voices and some very scary voices and you mm-hmm. realize that this is similar to what buon was telling you he experienced when he helped uh also within the blackness you can vaguely just very vaguely see eyes all around just eyes you can't see all of them and it's really difficult to make them out in the blackness but there is there are uh, the occasional eye is apparent to you nope 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 nope. (laughs) that's the other thing messing with andromeda the feeling of being seen and being spoken to so what do you do pippa Pippa has two potential ideas uh, after sort of taking in all of this and realizing that this is the place that, that recognizing what Buon told her about it and remembering what Buon did while he was here. She doesn't have his innate abilities with, with spirit or with um, helping someone helping someone in that way all of her all of her abilities are very very physical and rather practical but i but she has a couple ideas um so she'll float or propel herself or 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 (laughs) make her way somehow to that speck of light that is andromeda and she'll take one of the hands of Andromeda's soul and cast mage armor on it as, as a symbolic form of extra protection, extra layers between herself and this frightening void. She can't pull her out of it and she can't really save her from it, but she can give her another, she can do what Andromeda did for her essentially, which is shield her, provide an extra layer of, protection against things that want to manipulate you and 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 convince you to hurt yourself or other people and so she's hoping that that mage armor will protect her in that way she also uses her light spell to make this space brighter to weave it around andromeda in like a light cage that simultaneously brightens this area and also obscures her from view. A light in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. So Blind first- those eyes. Imparting <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this energy, you are giving her a small piece of you, a small piece of your soul. And as much with the last time, I'm going to have you make a roll for this. And I'm trying to, and I kind of like that idea because because mage armor, mage armor is a temporary spell. It does it lasts a certain number of hours per level. Mm-hmm. So in order to make it permanent, I like the idea that Pippa would have to bind it to a piece of herself and leave a piece of herself here in order <laughs> to get it to in order to have the spell sustain itself. Little did you know, Andromeda's secret goal all along was to steal parts of your soul. <gasps> oh, oh, no! no! Super villain! Well, I already, am the evil. <laughs> she's already stolen yes, our hearts. Yes, soul. Oh, oh, already stolen no. our hearts, Angel. No, Pippa, don't do it. Oh, but I wonder if I wonder if Pippa can perceive that, can see the, the pieces of himself that Buon left here. <gasps> oh. Yeah, I think that the the purple sheen that's around her that's sort of protecting her also has flashes of the aurora. Mm-hmm. Much like mm-hmm. when you cast mage armor on her and when you cast light, those spells 
when it wraps, when it wreathes itself around her, the mage armor, it has a sheen of, of, you know, that oil slick sort of, uh, color you, you usually have in your magic, but it is also, it's purple and it's flashing with that. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's an, a melding of our souls, just like the light. Oh, that would be such a cool light. Uh, the oil slick color Mm -hmm. fading into purple and, So beautiful, beautiful in here. Yeah. <laughs> we're ma- just coming in here. We're, we're, we're sprucing it up. We're making it much prettier. <laughs> we're blinding the thousands of eyes, just kind of endlessly staring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Roll me your percentage dice there, Pippa, and let's see what you get. Um, because as much as I joke about how much it'd be fun to play a Blood Rager, I don't actually want Pippa to die here. No, so no. So I would no. like to use a hero point, please. Okay. No, no, yep, yep, no. yep. Okay, one of that was a cracked die, so I'm going to re-roll that. Oh, my God. Okay, well, because I I only ever roll badly. And, it, and I roll badly, whatever badly happens to mean uh-huh. in that moment. So I got an 87... And a 73. So I will take the 73, I guess. Oh, so the lower is the better? Yes. Yeah. Because Dustin did, said Dustin I, said higher is bad. Oh. Which, so I'm really, so I'm just so jazzed oh. that I managed to roll whatever badly means in any particular oh. situation. Dang, that's some skills. My heart is in my throat. <laughs> yeah. Now I roll a 26. Okay. All right, what happens? Do I die? Oh god, I'm sorry, no, y'all. You do not die. What was the dying threshold? I'm just curious. 98 to 100. <sighs> oh my gosh. Ooh. 2% okay, chance. Well, that's good. <laughs> or I guess 3%. <laughs> hmm. Oh, this is going to be fun. No, it's oh. not. Shut up. We are going to have fun with this, but I am not going to reveal it to you right now because this will manifest at a random time. Pippa, you are successful, and this shimmer, this glow comes over over uh, over Andromeda's soul. And the difference is, as unlike Buwan's, which kind of does a purple outline, yours is like a bubble, like a protective bubble around her, and it's in that rainbowy, sh- shimmering color that you are so well known for your magics. There's a warmth washing over you as you feel like you've been able to help Andromeda in a way I think you've really wanted to help her in a long time. But as you're as you're kind of celebrating this, like thinking you're pulling this off, you look into the eyes that are very faintly surrounding you. And most of them are closed due to the brightness that you have imparted on Andromeda. But there's one set of eyes that locks directly onto you. And oh, you no. just feel this shock. Uh, and it throws you out of out of this realm. You have succeeded in protecting in Andromeda, <sighs> but you feel these eyes on you now. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you flash back into the room. Um, and Andromeda is there holding your hand. And P- Andromeda, you look over to Pippa and... You- feeling this relief again very similar like you feel the voices very muted this time they're still there but it is the like the most it's the quietest you've ever had them in a while and you look up and you see pippa's eyes the last thing as her the green recedes from her skin you see the last thing is her eyes these crocodile eyes just slowly (sighs) form back into her normal eyes pippa the darkness starts to envelop you if not for the rings on your both of your hands as they are glowing a bright light and light up the room and you realize that the shape in your eyes that Mary so was pulling a trick on you and there you see Abraxas and Bayani. Manette is not there. Uh, you do not see Manette but they are waking up from being asleep uh, and as they stand the Gollum moves in to attack, so you all need to roll for initiative. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Let's kill this thing. And let me Let's reveal the room to you real quick so you get an idea what you're looking at. Oh. Gollum! By the way, that this is the only map I could find that kind of fit my needs, so that table is not actually there. But yeah, the yeah. Uh... <laughs> 
I get it. No tables for Abby unless, well, Manette's not here to cast one. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. Slaughter. Oh, such a small space. Jeez. I know this is this part is actually fun. We I we have never done like we haven't had many small space battles. So no. I'm, I'm actually really glad I'm not Manette right now. And also, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I'd be taking up so much freaking room. Um, and also I'm going to be, be confused about Bayani. I'm going to be very mm. confused about Bayani. <laughs> so let's see how this goes. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is that why is there a statue there's two golems <laughs> a practice what you get oh i didn't even roll uh 15 thank you yep. pippa what you get i also got a 15 twinsies Ooh. wow twins 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 bionni what you get i rolled a four so total <laughs> 11 <laughs> And oh my god, Andromeda is definitely back. What did you get there, Andromeda? Andromeda is back. Um, <laughs> yes, I have a plus seven to my initiative. And they rolled a 17, so we got a 24. How nice for you. That's All great. Right. I'm back, my plus baby. Seven gave me last. Don't look no farther. <laughs> So Andromeda, you get to start this battle. I think you probably are a little energized because you just got rid of those voices that were just quickly trying to drain you. And you're back with your friends after not seeing them for like two months. So And a stranger. And a stranger. Yeah. (laughs) Who's that guy? Uh, Andromeda is very disoriented by this entire situation. She can see what the obvious threat is, the golem. And so she's kind of raising her hands at that. But then she sees Bayani out of the corner of her eye and goes like, (gasps) Oh no, there's two of them. Uh, <laughs> the small statue's a friend, the big one is not. Sup, little one. Uh but oh, Andromeda gets such a look on her face when you call her little one. Like such <gasps> a look. Oh my god, that's uh, right. right. Oh. Yeah. That's why when we were doing the level up conversation, I was like, ooh! <laughs> my heart psychic Logan. damage in real life mm-hmm. why do you why do you just like to hurt us all the time no matter what we're doing you just like i to don't know what you're pain. talking about, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> bring it up uh, in thirsty sword lesbians I, I, <laughs> I have to say that i love that i am no longer the meanest gm in this group so mm-hmm. i'll find that scab and dig in oh you jerk <laughs> no <laughs> i love it i love it um Okay, so Andromeda, she, she's she's very confused. That also hurt her a little bit in her brain when you called her little one, but also made her feel like slightly warmer towards Bayani immediately. She is still extremely confused. Like she's doing deer in headlights face, but she, instead of attacking because she's still confused, she's going to immediately cast Pawn... Let's see. How many people can I do that on? Um, one creature per level. Okay. So I'm going to cast a blessing of fervor on everyone, which means at the beginning of your turn, you can choose. There's like a, a whole list. So um, I will, let me see if I can get that and send it to you all. So I will be, I will be doing that. Uh, so you all now have a blessing of fervor. Okay. <sighs> this room is so small. I was going to move back, but I think, Instead of moving back, Andromeda just stays where she is because, and sort of is is holding out her arms, so she's very much in front of Pippa, um, and sort of trying to. This doesn't work mechanically, but she is trying to sort of extend her cloak of darkness around Pippa. <laughs> doesn't help, but she's trying. <laughs> Can we say because of the scene that happened that um, Shield Other is activated? Yeah, I'll say that. Yay! Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I will be taking uh-huh. some hit points for you. And this thankfully. is the episode where Andromeda dies. Ah, <laughs> eh, whatever. Don't, don't. <laughs> I have two characters. One of them's disposable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't say that. I love Andromeda. I'm, I'm totally joking. I'm a, I love her, too. <laughs> I totally am kidding. I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't mean that. <laughs> or uh, oh, God. Okay. Cool. Good buff. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoy that one, folks. I twill. Pippa, you are up. I'm going to channel my rage. <laughs> I 
uh, I actually, you know, I wasn't going to come straight out the gate with this, but I kind of like it as a flavor moment as well. Uh, I'm going to use my new spell. I'm going to use Enervation on this creature yeah. because I think Ooh. being seen by whatever the hell is going on inside Andromeda's soul. Oh, are constructs living creatures? Mm-mm. No. No, they have they so many. Um... Damn it. So maybe Never don't mind. do that. <laughs> Can't do that. Good catch, Logan. Also, ah! I just didn't want you to waste your spell. <laughs> totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Uh, okay, well, then never mind. Um, and essentially, Andromeda already hasted the party, so... Kind of. It doesn't stack, and it doesn't give us an extra thing with haste. So if you cast haste, we that will still then give us like our extra attacks. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, you can't say, you know, if you're already going extra speed with haste you're not going to want to use increased speed by 30 feet because it doesn't stack that way however we don't get an additional attack with my spell you can choose other stuff Hmm. um so so it's good to have both because you know so if you want to do haste that would be great then i think then i think pippa will do that so yeah, kind of coming out of that crazy situation with Mariusa, everything that happened between her and Andromeda, <laughs> she's feeling she's feeling really heightened. There's a lot going on. <laughs> she's feeling like she's about to come out of her skin. So she's going to dispel and disperse some of that to the other members of her party and cast haste. Awesome. On you all. Sounds good. Is she going to move it all? Oh, some haste. So hasty, hasty. I'm a little bit, what's the point? Because there's no cover in here, and I'm sure that thing can cross the room in like two strides. Those barrels (laughs) will provide cover for you. Oh, those barrels are here. (laughs) But the table. But Okay, gotcha. Um, Well, then, yeah, Pippa, Pippa is going to haste everyone and then crouch behind these barrels that are off to the side. Sounds good. Abraxas, when you go to stand up kind of groggy, you are in human form. Abraxas, what comes, comes to in the dark. He has no clue what the heck happened. He has no, his spellcraft is so low. He can't identify what a spells cast on him, much less what school or what <laughs> type of spell. It's dark. He, uh, um, he hears what he you know, his ears pick up uh, on uh, Andromeda's voice. He blinks a couple of times as his eyes readjust to the darkness. He's got his, you know, man hands. He doesn't remember transforming. <laughs> so he's like, what the frack is going on? And then there's this big flipping thing there. Um, so with that, he just... Uh, draws in that inner inner fire that he has and he goes to transform but his bones are aching really bad and it makes him think of when he was young and was still getting used to his bones um, you know realigning and so he's looking at his hands it's like oh he you know he doesn't remember shifting back so it's he needs that power now uh, he's been you know really reliant on it in these tough points uh especially with his you know he's kind of changing to that role as of a more frontline fighter so he knows he needs that power so he reaches for it and just the cramps start his bones ache and it reminds him of his really early youth where the lunar cycles would really give him really bad cramps His, his transformations were not smooth at all and he's kind of having flashbacks of holy crap this used to hurt and now it's a very simple, you know, no, no more difficult than just walking. So as he's crunching, and I don't even know how loud it is that, let's see who's the closest to him, is Bayani. In his ears, it just sounds super loud. And he doesn't know how loud it might be echoing through. But it's just the crunch, 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 the flesh almost feeling like to rip. Ah. And he's finally, hmm. you know, the fur erupts. Um and he just already feels like, holy crap, that something didn't go right. 
but he's in the middle of battle. So just kind of like a lot of stuff that gets thrown at them. It's plenty of time to worry about that later, you know, grabs his um, shield, um, calls forth a magic, which has also been starting to feel really strange um, for, uh, for him since they've arrived. And he's calling forth this power, but it's, the, you know, the song feels different. The rhythm feels different. So he's trying to summon forth uh, lobster braxis and have that um, <laughs> red lobsterish um, carapace go over him. And as he's just squeezing the magic and just making it work, and he's never had to work this hard for it, um, you know, the scales erupt um, and... Uh, he's not even going to pay attention to his scales. He just he just needs them. He has his armor, and with that, gets his hammer. And um, for him, it's been feeling. It probably only took like a couple of heartbeats, but for him, he feels like he's been standing still so long. So he's also drawing upon the power of his uh, quick runner shirt to get an extra boost in, and is going to move forward to kind of draw draw attention from the creature. But he's taking a couple of shaky, shaky steps before he goes up there, clangs his hammer against his shield. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but his ears are, are noticeably droopy. He doesn't have them like fully up where he's ready for bloodlust. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. we're going to fight. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Yeah, and what's weird about it, Abraxas, as you're casting the spell, is you notice that the it's not a lobster carapace like you're expecting. It's instead, hmm, I want to say it's like a bunch of tightly woven, woven vines that of oh, a like a of a like a fleshy material you've never seen before, oh, and crap. it pulls so tightly Disgusting. you you realize that it's harder, in fact, than the carapace that you you're used to. So any bonus that it gave you add a plus one to that to that oh that that effect. Um, <gasps> Wheat. He's all worried that he has mange. <laughs> Mage, no, please. He's definitely like, oh my! Again, he's in battle. He can't give it too much thought, but he's, uh, you know, he's pushing it back as fast as he can to the back of his mind. He's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not thinking about that. Moving forward, moving forward. Fight, fight, fight. (laughs) Okay, um, and that's 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 all he's got. Okay, so he's not going to do it. Oh, because he cast a spell, of course. I cast a spell. I had to use my quick runner shirt just to even move forward. And for the fervor, I'm going to go with the attack roll and dodge bonus to my AC. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so it is, now. it is now this big boy's turn, and he is going to, of course, attack Abraxas, because Abraxas put himself right there front and center. I'm uh, right here. It's me you want. Oh, let's see. And he <laughs> oh, comes nice. down. He slams hard into you. And the first one is a 45. Um, I'm using my gem already. I, I make it a two. <laughs> okay. Die. okay. Uh, earn and burn, baby. Earn and burn. And the second hit comes in. I give him a disadvantage on the second one. See, and uh, he, only rolled a, he only rolled a natural two on that one. Oh, so oh. wait a minute. Never mind. Uh, with a, that being a two, that's still a 30. Does a 30 hit? Nope. Okay. Uh, and then he rolls the second one. And with a 13, that is 41. Mm. Does that hit? Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, let me roll. That new armor isn't as beefy as I thought it was. Yeah, I got my armor up to to 41. I'm not... Holy crap. Sweet, Amazing. I'm Oh, Jesus no, I guess Christ. not. Uh, that Whew. slam hits you hard for a oh. 30. Ouch. That was Just... nothing. That was nothing. Give me another one. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's all he's going to do, and that ends his turn. Bayani, you're up. Uh, Bionni sees Abraxas go feral and he just calls out, oh, bro, me likey. And then he looks at Andromeda, who he has no idea who this is, but he <laughs> can sense that the power is coming from her, the little 
little boost and he goes oh ghost babe thanks for the pick me up and then he starts to <laughs> gather power so he's not going to move so i'm doing my gather power thing and the wind starts whipping around him and the cracks start forming in his statue skin and then he shoots out at the golem with an air blast oh and i'm taking the plus two to attacks and okay. uh, ac from mm-hmm. the from the blessing and so, and I'm also going to empower it. So if it hits, Ooh. this is what the burning, the gathering of the power wood was doing. Okay. And, and I need you to remove any, any magical amplifiers damage to disregard. Ooh, that was not good. Uh, that was a 18 to hit. That doesn't come six. close. <laughs> yeah, I figured. <laughs> Uh, it's, it goes way over and goes, oh man, I think I'm groggy. <laughs> and that ends his turn. <laughs> we are on the top of round two. Andromeda, you are up. Andromeda is going to slide up next to Pippa. Mm-hmm. And stomps her foot and around her a glowing path of glory. Yeah. Oh, I love the path of glory. I missed Andromeda. <laughs> oh, yes. My path of glory. Um, some glowing light emanates Offer from I'm the hasted. ground. Damn and it. you know it's gonna heal you <laughs> if you let end your turn in it. So there there she blows. Uh, and that's all I got. <laughs> all right, Pippa, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when it comes for you? After everything that's happened in this room with Mariusa trying to activate her bloodline, those scales that appeared all over her body, and then being perceived by the darkness within Andromeda's soul, Pippa is feeling a lot of crazy energy at the moment. She kn- and so and it's just kind of it's beginning to kind of fill her and flood up through her eyes so her eyes are just beginning to glow this blood red and she's feeling especially murderous she just really wants to just she just really wants to knock something down to make herself feel better and so she eyeballs (laughs) this golem and the blood like the the red light fills her vision and then shot and then uh almost seems to leave her eyes just to her and then attach itself to wherever this construct is weak. Okay. And, wh- and what does that do technically? Technically, it's just that whatever areas are vulnerable on the construct begin to glow. Like if there are any vital areas or weak points. Uh, kind of like a video game. <laughs> it's iron balls. <laughs> you hit the, Abby hits the tab button, so it highlights. Uh, well... Here's the thing. As as the eyes start to float around this creature, it comes back to you as you realize there are no points, points. in which get highlighted. The Fantastic Worlds Ugh. is a Fantastic Worlds production. Oh, of course okay. it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't- oh, that's why I'm. This is a, this is a line specifically for last week. You are already level ten, so I do not need to say that again. Uh, <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show. Level ten again! <laughs> Woo! We hope level you enjoyed 20. the show. Can't get enough of the FWP crew. We recommend connecting to our fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit, or following on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more of FWP? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path, or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring Pathfinder 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find out more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime, your favorite Dustin man, your favorite and no longer meanest dungeon master. You can find me at <laughs> Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me at Bonance Famine. Oh, sorry for the delay. I'm having these delicious Chex Mix, which I will be eating. If you like Chex Mix, um, you can send me your favorite Chex Mix (laughs) (laughs) recipe, (laughs) Espinosa 916. Ooh, these are so good. They're like the sweet ones. Uh, This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is Logan. You can find me at Main Man 08.
Theme song was composed and played by Amy Hank Hawkinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for use of your sound effects and music. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Clown. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. Not as long as I have my friends. Because <laughs> I, I have friends, I've got the power of friendship. <laughs> this is the anime final episode. I was, I mean, I couldn't think of, I couldn't. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna retcon that because I, the, the cheesy thing was the first thing that came to mind it, after all of those animes that I've seen. Yeah, like and this will definitely be the in cap part of the episode. But yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, um.